welcome to the Interplay Podcast. My name is Joe, and I will be your guide in understanding our different levels of mind and how we could use them to our fullest potential. The goal here is not to fully comprehend and conceptualize these topics, for we are discussing something so vast and unlimited that there are no real words for it. Simply dots to connect in a unique and intricate web of complexities. So without further ado, let's dive right into the depths of this beautiful interplay of the conscious, subconscious, and unconscious facets of mind. So the goal in me making this episode is basically to introduce all of you to the idea of the unconscious so you could formulate your own understanding from your own individual perspective. So what I am telling you here today is completely subjective so that you can develop your own unique understanding. And in the realm of connecting the dots in your own mind, there is no right and there is no wrong. So all that you have to do is simply sit back, relax, and soak it all in. And one of the ways that I like to understand the unconscious mind is by understanding it as a part of ourselves that knows so much more. One of the facts that kind of blew my mind when I first heard it was knowing that only 2 to 5% of all of our cognitive activity is conscious. This leaves 95 to 98% of all of our cognitive activity to be unconscious activity. This means that 95 to 98% of our cognitive activity is cognitive activity that we are not even aware of. This means that only 2 to 5% of all of our cognitive activity is activity that we're aware of. This is crazy. <laughs> In the spiritual practice of shadow work, which I assume some of you must be familiar with, this is the part of ourselves that we are doing the work on, the shadow. And one of the interesting things that I've learned, not only through research, but also from my own personal experience, is that most, if not all, of our mental programming is housed in our mind in the form of cycles. Cycles of thinking, cycles of processing, cycles of action and reaction. And now if we were to use a metaphor for the unconscious, it would be like the unconscious being one big supercomputer. And if we were to change and rewire these cycles, that would be like us reprogramming our supercomputer with new codes. And we could also scan for any viruses, with the viruses being painful thought patterns and the scanner being our light of awareness. Although only when we are aware of the virus do we have the power to fix the program, for we can input as many new codes as we want, although if the virus still remains, then the program will be running within a faulty system. And I know that it could be a little complicated and difficult to follow these metaphors sometimes, but for example... We cannot change anything if we are working in the dark. Only when we shine a flashlight of awareness on what it is that we intend to change, only then do we have the power to change it. Because if we do not see what we are working on, then how could we fix it? 
When we turn away from the things that we do not want to see, that does not mean that they go away. This just means that it is shoved deeper into our psyche so that it shall subtly resurface in other areas of our lives. And this is actually a big part of shadow work because in shadow work, one of the things that we do is we observe how this shadow arises and resurfaces in other areas of our lives so then we could become aware of it and deal with it directly. Although a main point to realize here is also that we as human beings are not meant to be aware of all 100% of our cognitive activity. The system of our mind as a structure with many parts playing together, interplaying, and interconnected is made this way for a reason. Because if we were to be aware of all of our cognitive activity all at once happening at the same time, that would be way too overwhelming for us, and it would kind of be like an overload, and we honestly don't even need that. <laughs> so once again, the mind is multifaceted in this way for a reason. And honestly, once I realize that as a human being, there will always be this part of me that remains in the shadows, there was a great deal of peace that came with that. And when I began to notice how my shadow showed up in different areas of my life, it kind of made me fall in love with it. And our unconscious doesn't exist to harm us. In fact, it is trying to take care of us and it is doing the best that it can with the programming that it has. In fact, the only power that the unconscious has over us is the power that we give it through ignorance. For example, if we don't take accountability for our unconscious activity, we are then denying that it even exists, thus keeping it in the dark, playing over and over again. Also, just as we cannot listen to someone talk as we are talking, we cannot observe our internal state if we are thinking. Thus, we have the power to create any cycles that we desire as long as we end the cycles that limit us and do us harm. And every time that we end a cycle, we have this beautiful new opportunity to create a new one. With conscious awareness, which I will be diving into in our next episode, we will learn how to work with these cycles so that we could use our mind to its fullest potential. I was honestly surprised to find out how much of our day-to-day -day activity was actually governed by this unconscious aspect of our minds. For example, when we're driving our car and we don't know how we got from point A to point B, <laughs> that was our unconscious taking the wheel. And now, like I did mention before, the unconscious is on our side or else it would have let us crash on our way to work. <laughs> And also, like I touched upon in the beginning, to understand the idea of this multi-level consciousness, one would have to use metaphors and connect the dots in their own unique way, creating a web of their own individual understanding. And to reprogram this part of ourselves, we must first understand the energy of the cycle that we wish to break, as well as the energy of the cycle that we wish to create, for these are cycles that are not made of words, and a language of words is not one that they understand. Thus, when we work with these cycles, we are working with their energy directly. And to shift and to transmute energy, we must first learn how to know without knowing. And I do understand that it sounds a little weird at the moment, and it may not make a whole lot of sense. Although, I promise you that as the series goes on, the pieces will start to come together. And one last thing before we go, yes, there is energy, yes, there is also frequency, and yes, there is also vibration. Just as yes, there is consciousness, 
Yes, there is subconsciousness. And yes, there is also unconsciousness. There is an interplay of these three parts, and no one is more important than the other. And although they all exist as separate concepts, they work together as one. In this series, we will explore how we could observe our energy, how we can understand our energy, and how we can work with our energy, and so much more. Welcome to the Interplay series and a journey that I guarantee you will never forget. Thank you for listening to the Interplay podcast. There is great power in not knowing, for to know would be to put that knowledge in a box. And if you would like to go support me on Patreon, then you could go ahead and visit patreon.com slash interplay, or just look up the Interplay podcast on Patreon. You could also feel free to check out my blog on unitedbeing.com, that is U-N-I-T-E-D, B-E-I-N-G dot com. And I greatly appreciate any and all of the support genuinely as always. Best wishes to all of you beautiful minds and peace out.